step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is the show that has hosted everyone from Sugar Ray Leonard to Keith One-Time Thurman. This is Tough Talk Tonight, brought to you by Heavy Bag Boxing. This is the show that has hosted everyone from Sugar Ray Leonard to Keith One-Time Thurman. This is Tough Talk Tonight, brought to you by Heavy Bag Boxing. All right, welcome to another episode of Tough Talk. This is the show that has hosted everyone from Sugar Ray Leonard to Keith One-Time Thurman. This is Tough Talk Tonight, brought to you by Heavy Bag Boxing. The show that has hosted everyone from Sugar Ray Leonard to Keith One-Time Thurman. This is Tough Talk Tonight, brought to you by Heavy Bag Boxing. I really apologize. Uh, my phone decided it was going through power cycle in the middle of uh, me starting the show. Um, so, uh, starting the show a little awkwardly <laughs> today. Uh, Akura, is that you? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, it's me. What's up, Lucas? Yeah. Well, we got the show started. So we'll continue on. Uh, we we got a good week. Uh, this week is Sergey the Crusher Kovalev. He's going to get his chance at redemption. Uh, when he faces the leader Alvarez, uh, who knocked him out back in August, guys. Um, we will get to that later. But first of all, we want to go back and take a look at uh, Thurman's return to the ring. Uh, it's been gone for quite a while, and he returned against Jose Cito Lopez. How would you rate this performance, before? Hmm. I mean, that's an interesting question. Um, you mean like on a scale from 1 to 10 or? Sure. I mean, I'll give him like a 7 because I feel like endurance was a key factor in the fight. 
Um, he started out really well, and his shots were real crisp and accurate. And you know I love a good crackle when you pop, you know, when you punch somebody, somebody. But um, I heard all that, which was great. But then it seemed like once he got kind of fatigued, I mean, that, that allowed um, Lopez to have his moment in the fight. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him improve that endurance. And um, then I think he'll be 100%. Well, that, that was more than just a moment. Um, he was on the verge of going down, maybe <laughs> being stopped. That was a more than a moment. I, I'm going to give him less. I got to give him less. I'm giving him a solid five or six because that was definitely not the key Thurman we're used to seeing. Thurman that we're uh, used yeah, to seeing would have got Lopez out of there. Oh, yeah, but, you know, you out for two years, man. Well, I mean, come on. This was a tune-up fight, so – I mean, it's going to take a minute, but I, I mean, I okay, five or six, but I'm with seven, because you know where I'm at, so you know I'm with a seven, okay? <laughs> You're an optimist, that's, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> You're an optimist, you <laughs> err on the side of being better than, than being worse, but uh, uh, about him pulling out uh, a Pacquiao, do you think he's ready for that, or, I mean, after what I saw, if he did that to Pacquiao, I think Pacquiao would have gotten... Thurman out of there. Uh, yeah, I think he's doing what he needs to do, which is call out, you know, call out some of these boxers. And um, he's been actually chasing Pacquiao for a minute. I don't even want to say chasing, but, I mean, that name, he's dropped it before he was hurt. So um, that's somebody that he must feel that they can actually get something done on paper with. And, I mean, uh, I don't think he's ready for him. Maybe in like a one more tight tune-up fight, <laughs> and I'm just saying that because I feel like the endurance is 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 a key situation right now. I mean, and he even said that himself. So once he get, like I said, once he gets his endurance back up, yeah, him and Pacquiao, that'll be a great matchup. I'll be like hell. I'll be ready to see that. All right. Um. And also in other news, we got a little bit of a letdown with uh, Javante Davis and Abner Mares, uh getting canceled. Abner Mares had to be replaced by Hugo Ruiz. Um, this this guy, man, poor Tank, he just can't catch a break. Uh, he was all set to have a, a really good 2019. Uh, he was off to a great start with a, a fight against a big name like Abner Morris. Um but now, I mean, it's kind of taking a little bit of a backseat, isn't it? Because, I mean, this is a uh, kind of a lose-lose now situation for Javante Davis. Oh, my goodness. You know, that was that was a real situation where I was sad. And I hate, I hate that for Tank because he really needs someone with some name recognition for him to be able to advance, you know, to his next level. And uh, when you get that last-minute cancellation and then you fall into that whole situation, you know, last-minute replacement syndrome. (laughs) I mean, I think he's all right with his replacement, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you don't want to be training for for one person your entire camp and then last minute, you know, it's like a switch and – I just feel like, you know, the fans got disappointed as well. And I'm I, I'm hoping, I, I mean, I'm, I hope it's nothing too serious with 
Mares, but I'm just suspect because they won't say what kind of um, injury it is. Did you guys hear what kind of injury it was? No, I have yet to hear. Um, Yeah, no, nothing really. All I heard was injured during training. They haven't really said uh, one way or another what has happened. At least I haven't heard. You believe Um, it? Do you believe it? Yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) What the Uh, hell? What does that mean now, Lucas? Come on now. (laughs) I I believe that Marez isn't that kind of a guy. I don't think he would be. Um, but maybe they're thinking uh, we're not ready, and and maybe extended it, so maybe we'll see Mares down the line. Um, but I would like to think that Mares is not that guy. But the boxing uh, conspiracy uh-huh. person that I am, I would say yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. He's he's not. He did this shit on purpose. So it's <laughs> it's a yes and a no from me. Um, now about I mean, but people his report- thought he was really going to cause him some problems with the, you know, the skill level because Mares can be quite tricky, and he does know how to move well, you know, when he wants to. I mean, he just decided to engage with Santa Cruz. I don't know why he went with, with that strategy in that fight when he actually does have some boxing games. So I thought it was going to be like, you know, a little game of chess uh but I knew eventually he might get caught by Tank, you know what I'm saying? But I thought it was going to be a really good fight. Uh, I second that. I do think it would be a really great fight. Um, I am just think that they're more worried he's not quite ready yet um, to be put back in there, Mares-wise. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, like I said, I think it, it may even be a style clash in the favor of Mares. You just you never know. He moves a little bit better. Um, but I think Tank would eventually probably catch him, and maybe yeah. they were rethinking that because being knocked out, you know, that's that's not going to be good for your career either. Taking that kind of a knockout, um, and we all know that oh, Tank has no, that. In it. Oh yeah, most definitely. But uh, who, who can, where can he go now? If he don't fight Amarez, I mean, who's left down in that that weight class? I mean, or, everybody else. Or worse. Up. Or worse. What happens if he loses to a guy like Hugo Ruiz? That's what yeah, I mean. It was a lose-lose situation. Syndrome is a thing. Yeah, that's that's a thing well, where you know these replacements are getting people out. So it's a possibility. Hugo, Hugo Ruiz just fought, like literally, just fought. He fought on the nineteenth. Was it? It was the 19th? Yeah. He felt... He wow. Fought, uh, I didn't know it was that close. I want to say it was the undercard for uh, Pacquiao Bronner? No. No, yeah, that is. It was the undercard of uh, Pacquiao Bronner, what he just fought on. Wow. Um, that, that's, and, a, that's a serious problem for Tank, because, you know, Tank been out for... He ain't fought, what, since March or something? Yeah, and um, it gets worse. Um, <laughs> Hugo Ruiz is a tall guy. He's 5'9". Mm-hmm. With tanks, oh, wow. five, five and a half. Mm, so so he's got imagine, quite a bit of height. He's got a big reach, too. Um, whereas Javante Davis only has a 67 and a half inch reach. 
You're looking at over 70 inch reach for Hugo Ruiz. Whoa. Oh, that's where all that power comes from. He's like that tall, you know, loose muscle type of puncher. That, that, yeah. that They usually have a lot of power with that. So, yeah, this might be an interesting fight now that you put it out there like that, Lucas. And you got to think, I mean, it was a unanimous decision that Hugo Ruiz won. Um, and he is fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he just got out of a fight, if he didn't take too much damage, he he can be good to go. Um, Hugo Ruiz is a very dangerous fight for him. Um, because not only mm. does he he have to win, he has to look good doing it. And I'm, I yeah. love Tank. I love Tank. But that's a big thing. That's a big uh requirement to have put on your plate on the last minute replacement like that is you're supposed to win and you're supposed to look good doing it and Hugo Ruiz has the body shape to potentially cause him some issues yeah I can't remember him fighting that much though but I mean does he kind of like lose his height advantage like is he is he the type that you know kind of bends down to his opponent or does he use his tight to his advantage I can't remember. He does, but but not enough. I mean, he does lean in at times. Um, mm-hmm. So ho- hopefully he can change that up a little bit and use the site to his advantage, make it a little bit more um, of a show tomorrow. Cause, or tomorrow. Show any fight Tank because, uh, you know, I'd like to see a good fight. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Tank just roll through him. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to roll through him. Um, but – he got a lot of power and strength behind him. Like, I mean, I could see him deboing him and, and being real aggressive and having them all hanging all over the rope and stuff too, you know? <laughs> it could go down like that. <laughs> and uh, Hugo Ruiz has been knocked out in the past, um, and it always seems to mm-hmm. be in step-up fights like this. Almost every time he has a chance for a title, he gets knocked out. Uh, if Uh-oh. you're looking at the past saying, you know, it it may repeat itself. I mean, all of his losses came from when he moves up and, and takes on, uh, like, a Koki Kameda. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's when he loses. But uh, overall, solid fighter. So as far as a last-minute uh, replacement, it's going to be good because, you know, Javante Davis has planned his whole training camp around going against Amarez, and uh, he's getting a very – very, very different fighter than Hugo Ruiz. Right. Yeah, I hate that happened, but um, yeah, like boxing, those tickets were already sold, and and this guy, he's willing to take it. Hey, even if he loses, I'm I'm I, I like Hugo because you know he's willing to go for it, and he stayed in shape for it. You know, for that last minute call. So I mean, people got to give these boxers props when they, you know, when they're willing to take chances like that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not thanks for all these so long training and, and preparing and uh, killing yourself and, and for what if it's to go to no fight at all. So at least he's willing to right. continue take on another fighter. You know, that it says a lot about who Tank is. Oh as far yeah, as, and uh, I mean it's gonna be good for him either way because he needed to get some ring rust off him. Really, I mean he was starting to lose, you know, 
it was some moments last year that I didn't really want to see Tank looking like that. So, or being the butt of people's jokes, I, I don't like that. So, um, I'm, I want to see him in the ring where he belongs. You know, and, not mean, making fun. And he really needed that name. Um, he hadn't really had a uh, big name fighter yet on his uh, record. He's He's needing that, right. that step up in class. And he was getting that with Mara. It was kind of like the that first serious test that we would see. And, you know, I mean, that's that first, like, severe main event potential, you know. And yeah. he's missing out on it. So I, I can only imagine how frustrated he is. And I bet if we ask Tank what you asked me earlier, you mm-hmm. you would say he ain't injured. <laughs> probably no. Oh, I'm sorry, not no. I I, I take probably feel like he ain't injured and he just didn't want to, you know, compromise his record or lose some of his name notability. So, yeah, I don't know what else to say on it. But that Kind of leads me into this weekend Um, We saw Last time they fought Kovalev versus Alvarez Kind of very surprising I think to all of us I think we expect What was that again? Say what? Uh, you broke up a minute ago. You said we expect what? I, I couldn't hear the rest of the sentence. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of saying, soon enough. I, I thought it was my end. Okay. I was saying we all expected um, Kovalev to actually come out with the victory last time against Alvarez. Maybe we expected a tough fight, but we expected Kovalev to win. How do we see this fight? Is it going to be a repeat? Or are we going to see Kovalev get some revenge and maybe force a rubber match? Uh, I I would love to see Kovalev uh, get his revenge, and hopefully we see a trilogy. But I don't think Kovalev always. Uh, I don't think he wasn't the same after the first Andre Ward defeat. I, I don't think um, Kovalev is like you know from what I've seen uh, from his last fight, his last performance. He don't. He doesn't look like the type that that you know what I'm saying. That has that hunger when when you coming up, and now like I don't know. Like he don't like body shots. He he has this um relationship with his trainers. He's he's uh up there in age, and you know like I, I think um Alvarez mm. is gonna get him again, and probably probably gonna be less rounds. Hmm. Yeah, Damn, I, I got Yeah, I got I got Alvarez stopping him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sakuri, you not thinking the same? Man, I mean, he just don't want to give Cole no kind of credit. I mean, he said he's gonna do it in less rounds. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on, come on I I love Kovalev. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of his. But I, 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 
I don't know. This is the the the. Hopefully, I'm wrong, and I I want to be wrong. But this is the perception that I've been getting from him from his last his last fights and his last performance. Like, plus now he's getting all this distraction, and you know I don't know how good his his training camp is. Hopefully, it's good. And, and like I said, I would love to see him win, and and you know like we get a trilogy out of these two fighters. But uh, Man, you know, my realistic who is side this trainer right now. <laughs> who, who is this trainer right now? I mean, I'm serious. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Alvarez? <laughs> yeah. No, not Alvarez. I'm I'm saying who is Cole's trainer right now? Um uh somebody what, in his homeland. Yes. And then, and then he comes here oh, I think, really? and, and works and works on um out with some gyms around here but when he's when he's about to fight. But he trains over there in, in his country with, with his with his coach from back in the days the blah blah blah. That he went back to when when he left go of uh yeah um, I know I really wanted him to make up with uh Jackson but I also I feel like he needs um he needs somebody like a Teddy in his corner like he needs a motivator somebody to I give think him so too. <laughs> yeah like because I think it's like eighty percent mental with him at this point yep. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I agree. It's going to be mostly mental. The problem is, is most trainers that get on with a Kovalev are going to be a, a yes type man. I mean, he needs to get somebody like a hard ass, like you said, like Teddy Atlas is the only one going to take no mess from his ass and put him in his place when he needs. Emilio just chimed in, guys. He says that Cove uh, needs to get with Virgil Hunter if it's a mental thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know he he gets in the fighter's mind. <laughs> the the problem now is he's thirty five years old. Um, he may be on his way out. Um, we have to some some old dogs refuse to learn new tricks, and uh, Kovalev seems like that hard headed type of guy. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope he does you know change, maybe get a different trainer, but. Um, did you guys see him winning that fight before uh, Alvarez caught him and made him go all uh, baby deer legs? Uh, uh, I, 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 I had him one, one round ahead, but he, it was pretty competitive. And um, I could see the Alvarez punches was affecting him more than his punches was affecting Alvarez. And then once Alvarez picked up the pace and started putting the pressure, um, you know, like I, like I like I said earlier, I, I didn't see the hunger that the the crusher used to be. I, I don't even think you know, like I mean, he 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 doesn't he's not fighting like the the crusher that was just like knocking out all these opponents and top top quality opponents that he had. You know, I I didn't see that anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I see somebody that, and, and on top of that, like I was talking to one of my friends earlier, um, he's not the type to hold when he's hurt. He's not. I don't think no. he has that type of um, American style of boxing. You know, when when you you have these little old veteran tricks, you hold when you hurt, or you buy time. You know, you you do whatever you, you do whatever you have to do to buy some time and get your head straight. I don't think he has the, yeah. those little tricks in the arsenal. So he don't hold, and once he's hurt, it's easy to just finish up. Like it's being, that's no. what Andre Ward did on the second fight, and that's what Alvarez basically did as well. Yeah, and he's he's not Mexican enough to throw back. 
as I like to call it, Mexican enough. Yeah, yeah. As Mexican fighters like to trade backs, man. When they're hurt, they don't cover up. You know, they they throw it back, um, and he don't have that in him. Uh, He don't he don't have that. He just covers up. And if you just cover up, it's just a beginning of the end, you know. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's what happens. sometimes that happens when you know you're you're already at the end of your career, or you just like, um, you know, you don't you don't have that hunger anymore. It just, it's okay. Like I, I love the guy. You know, I'm not gonna criticize him. I'm just saying like I I don't see that because sometimes when when you're never been a champion and you're fighting for that belt, that's when when you see that like they're willing to do whatever it takes and they they'll find that second win or or you you just be surprised and be like yo how is he still there. How after all those punches and and after all that that trade that just happened, you know, like when they start exchanging punches and stuff like that, that I don't I don't yeah. see the hunger, but he did have it. He, to, to be fair to him, he did have it when when I first started looking at him and he was just knocking all these guys and when he got the name the Crusher. He did have that. He he did have that before you know he, he started getting the the belts and unifying and I think he, he at, at some point I think he was holding uh, three or, or two of the main belts a, a, a light heavyweight. So, and you may be you may be shocked or, or maybe not to hear that he was uh, winning on the scorecards. Um, I wouldn't say comfortably, comfortably, but uh, two judges had it fifty nine, fifty five. Another had it fifty eight, fifty six at the stoppage. No, I, I had it closer than that. I, I I believe um, Alvarez already was picking up the pace before he you know he he started he started um, picking up the pace and I could see the punches being more effective by Alvarez's side than than Kovalev and and then uh, like I said I, I saw retreat and uh, Amanda basically you know he 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 didn't have that much many I, I was surprised because he has a beautiful job and and. and you know he has this range and he's tall and he has a, a style that you know made him a champion, but at some point he, he just like I guess you know he doesn't have the hunger so he just like you know he takes that retreatment while fighting he ends up getting knocked out. Now uh, Sakura, we we got his take on it and I get exactly where he's coming from and how he's gonna uh, predict and see this next fight. Uh, I want to get get your touch. You kind of uh, backed away. All you did was say that he ain't giving Kovalev enough credit. So, what do you say? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I see him lasting longer than four rounds. If that's what you mean, I mean, I think that it's it's probably gonna. You know, we might just get an actual repeat of before, where you know maybe Alvarez is a slow starter or something, and 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 then he lets Kovalev have a couple of rounds. The, the same way that it went down in the first fight, and and then it starts getting more competitive, and and you know I'm thinking eighth or ninth round, I think Alvarez is probably going to tire him out. I, I really do because I feel like he just has too many distractions with a rest and not having the proper training, uh, not not being focused. He could be drinking again, guys. He probably you know that whole situation probably happened because he was like drinking too much. Even though he said that he was, you know, on a new type lifestyle, but I think I think he probably went back into some of his bad habits. So um, I don't see him winning the fight. I see Alvarez winning the fight because it's just a younger, fresher dude. 
that does have a lot of snapping power that he likes to hide and pretend he don't have, by the way. I mean, but the worst part about all of this, guys, is, I mean, we're never going to get to see that infamous Stevenson versus Cole fight that was like, you know, so wanted by the fans a couple of years back. You know, that's it's, it's not never going to happen. So, no, and unfortunately, people play around and wait too long to have these major bouts. Yeah, and that's probably it's not going to happen for a couple of different reasons. But yeah, I, I agree with yeah. you. I was actually just thinking about that. It's it is sad and it sucks that we aren't going to get to see these fights that uh could have been, you know, classics, but uh, I kind of, I'm going to have to echo really what both of you guys are saying. Um, And actually I kind of expect pretty much a repeat. I expect Kovalev to be ahead on the scorecards. I expect him to be uh, outlanding and outworking him in the first half. And once that second half starts, Kovalev will fade fast. Alvarez will pick it up. Down goes Kovalev and that's all she wrote. Kovalev may hang it up after this, guys, because uh, I don't know. Like I said, with uh, I, I kind of agree with Javi. I don't, I don't know if he has it anymore. I don't think he has the will or the desire. Um, and from what it sounds like, he may even be doing jail time. That's all still up in the air. But he has too many things hanging over his head. Um, and as you guys yeah. said earlier, I mean, it's, it's mostly a mental game. But let's play some hypotheticals here, guys. What does Kovalev need to do to win this game, win this fight. Oh uh, well, he definitely he needs to whew, he needs to have more endurance. Once again, it, it's coming back to this endurance. As I was, you know, talking about the Thurman fight, it's like, I mean, it's like he needs to be able to weather storms because they're gonna come. And it's like, what is his reaction? And I mean. As Javi was saying, it's like he's not going to hold. I mean, he's not going to – and then you said he's not going to be Mexican enough. And <laughs> so it's like he needs to have a game plan for when he does get buzzed. Or <laughs> like when he does get buzzed and stuff like that, he needs to have a game plan on how he's going to weather the storm. Like he's going to have to keep thurming it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I I hope he comes if he if he can land because he does have uh, power as well. He does have that right hand, which is you know it's been deadly and, and made him a champion. If he can land and, and you know earn his respect early from the young champion, you know we might be in for a treat. And like I said, I want to be wrong. I love the guy. I've been a fan of him for a long time. I want him to win. Mm-hmm. I just don't see. It. Yeah. I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, one thing and one oh, thing that may have actually saved him, and maybe even saved the fight against Alvarez, is taking a knee. If you're not Mexican mm-hmm. enough to trade back when you're hurt, <laughs> or if you can't hold like Bernard Hopkins and hold on for dear life, then your ass better be <laughs> taking a knee. And yeah. the knee is actually like a lost art, kind of like the uppercut, like it's. It's not used enough. Now, I understand when you're getting your head beat in and, and mm-hmm. things are spinning around, the last thing you're thinking about is, man, shit, I should go down on purpose. But that's exactly <laughs> what you should do. Um, and maybe it's not yeah. trained enough. Maybe they need to say, oh, you're hurt, take a knee. I don't think a lot of boxing trainers do that in sparring, and I think it needs to be emphasized because, honestly, if Kovalev did that before it got too far in, 
he may have been able to gain a second wind or not been rattled enough to the point where he wasn't able to stand on his own two feet for the rest of this fight. Came back and won. But that's what I think. If he gets hurt like that again, he needs to take a knee, think shit out, come back, especially depending on how much you know time is left in the round. Um, the second thing is he's really going to have to jab. Jab, 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 jab until his hand falls off. But he has to keep Alvarez <laughs> busy and worrying about what Kovalev is doing, not about worrying about setting up his own punches. Um, so if, if Kovalev can do that, I mean, he's he outlanded him in the first fight. Uh, if he can manage to keep doing that and maybe add a little bit of head movement, I know Kovalev kind of pulls back a lot with his head and chin straight up in the air. He managed to do that. Yeah. I think uh, Kovalev does have a shot at winning this. But I, Javi, any, anything else you can see that maybe he needs to fill in? Well, I, I believe um, if if he lands first and he can hurt Alvarez first, you know, maybe he'll put Alvarez in retreat. And you know, he he's a he's a good finisher as well. You know, when, when he gets you hurt, he could he could finish you as well. I don't know, except for I guess uh, the. The, the first fight with Andre Ward when he couldn't finish the job, but you know it's, it's two different type of qualities right here. And Alvarez is not up there yet, but I, I see the young champion actually hurting him first, then him going on retreat and then just him being, being, being finished by the you know the young lion. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. I, I got to touch touch on something here because you you bring up Kovalev Ward. I think me and you see Kovalev Ward one differently. Um. I saw Kovalev actually win that fight. It sounds to me like you actually saw Ward win that fight. And I think oh, no, one no, of the no. reasons... No? One of the reasons I think, I think is his uh, motivation for the fight game has kind of came out of him was because of the Ward fight. He thought he won. A lot of ringside observers thought yes. he won. And then to, for yes. him to get I, screwed, I, I think he's just like, fuck this sport. Yep, yep. That's exactly what I think, and, and bro, you you do you do got me wrong because I I do believe he won the fight, and I, that's what I was saying earlier that he was never the same after the fight, because he he took that fight personal on a personal level. He felt he felt like he got robbed, which he did. I believe he did. I love I, I love Andre War as well, but you know I, I call a spade a spade. I believe he lost the fight. Kovalev won the fight, and when Kovalev took that defeat. He 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 just couldn't handle it. He, he was not ready for that, and it wasn't. He he didn't lose honestly, man. He lost to the judges. He lost to a scoring system, to a corruption boxing uh, system, to a whole fucking. I'm sorry, guys, but you know, it, it, I, I I was also <laughs> um, like, I was also touched by it because I, I saw him winning the same way that I felt when 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 Canelo and Triple G, like all this politics and dirty moves behind the whole scenes that us 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 fans we don't get to see. Uh, you know what I'm saying, but you know how it is—the politics, who brings the money, who's the champion, who whose right that needs to be uh, taken care of, and all of this stuff. So uh, I was just like, you know what, this guy could have never been the same. You know what I'm saying? And, and he kind of came back a little. He he's just not the same fighter. He he definitely that loss changed him, and he's not the same person because of that loss, and not because he lost a, a fair fight, because he lost. And a robbery, the they, they robbery. I believe he won the fight. Mm. 
Yeah, I definitely believe he won the first fight, but I mean, I really don't want to say that I think it was corruption on the part of the judges either, though, because I feel like they just saw Andre Ward come back from almost death, you know what I'm saying, and become competitive. And it was like, you know, sometimes sometimes even judges have that little nudge that they're not supposed to have, but they do, you know, where they, they're like, damn, this guy's just so much to come back in this fight, and they just kind of gave him the edge on those last rounds and everything. So um, I, I believe, like, in the second fight is when we started seeing him kind of like, you know, have that give up mentality or it was more like he lost his killer instinct. Um, and, um, I, I, it, it's, right. it's, I, I, yeah. One thing that I will say is like on the second fight, and this is, this is where the great champions, um, you know, different themselves from the rest. I believe actually right. on the second fight, Andre Ward picked up where he left from the first fight. You know, he didn't have to figure right. him out. He didn't have to, let me see what he got to this time, nothing. He just picked up from where he left. He basically, to cover left was round first, round one, and a second fight. To Andre Ward was round 13. You know what I'm saying? He knew the weaknesses. He went for the body. He knew cover left, hated the body, and then he finished on top. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 well, once he got his men hurt, he finished them off. And, and like, like my man Lucas said, you know, uh, Mexi- uh, Kovalev wasn't Mexican enough to go and trade it, and you know we, you had the great champion that made all the adjustments. He he did what he had to do. He definitely had a, a plan A, plan B, and he executed it beautifully. Mm. And, you know, saying he 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 made it. He made the statement to the fact that by the way by the way that he won the second fight, even people that believe like me that he he lost the first fight. I was like, I, I can't talk shit about this man. He did what he has to do right now. You know what I'm saying? If there's any people that have doubts about the first fight, he, he has those people on his side now because he won clearly and fairly the second fight. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I yeah. definitely saw Ward win in the second fight and uh, just frustrating Kovalev at every turn. And Ward's just one of those uh, very mental fighters. Uh, he's able to take yep. notes, able to switch up. Uh, some fighters have trouble switching it up. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say completely one. I'm not saying Kovalev is one-dimensional, but I'm saying he's something yeah, like it. Give us an example. I want that, an example. What's a fighter that don't know how to switch it up? <sighs> what, what you we mean? all know a headhunter. I mean, Who's you know some of those fighters. Right, right, right. Yeah. Rio. I mean, Brandon Rio. Oh damn! That's one. That's a hell of a look. Look, I'm not. I like Brandon Rios. I do. Yeah, I like Brandon Rios. Rios. But it's and it's 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 one it's solid true, ass dimension. True. I mean, yeah, you know it, it's a one you dimension. But that's one hell of a dimension. You know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, you can't. You, know, you can't expect him to be doing together. stuff. You can't expect yeah. him to be like, hey, Brandon, man, I want you to uh, counter over his hook and. You know, <laughs> or counter over the jab. You know, you, I'm not even going to give him that advice. No, you just say, get him. Like the, <laughs> the guy like Ben Rios, man, you just tell him to go get him, you know? Oh, my God. <clears throat> so that's what I mean. Yeah, like, one dimensional, yeah, but. <laughs> look, Ooh, that I'll, Bam Bam. <laughs> I'll never forget Bam Bam, man. He looked at, uh, it was the first Alvarado fight. 
And he's like, man, yeah. you didn't hit too yeah. much. He goes, I know, but I fucking love it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm like, damn. I love that shit, I mean, man. I, he I got love that shit. That's what he's like. That. You gotta love the guy. The guy comes to fight. The guy comes to give you your money worth. And he's he's right. a type to be like, listen, I, I'll take five punches just to land land my jab. You know, like I, I'm here to yeah. fight. I'm, I'm not here to box. I'm not here to uh, you know hit. Not get hit. I'm 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 here to fight. That, that, and you know, I, I like the guy as well. I, I, I like it, but you know, he's but a perfect yeah, example of a dimensional fighter. I guess. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you, you, you asked me to put somebody on the spot. He had, was it the third fight he had with Alvarez? He looked good, but everybody was focused focused on how bad Alvarez, you know, all the trouble that Alvarez had gotten into beforehand and stuff like that. So right. I'm yeah. sorry, Alvarado, and, and stuff like that the takes the wind out of a fighter. Like you know, he still trained and yeah. still worked really hard, and I agree, Rios looked really good, but that was going to be overshadowed just by how shitty Alvarez. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but but no, that's what oh, I mean though, like so so you put me on the spot, you, you said who's one dimensional, who can't change it up. I mean, there may be little things. I'm not saying Brandon Rios can't do that, like he can't counter or you know, he's not able to set traps. I'm not saying that. He can definitely do some things differently because we've seen a different fighter from the first fight he fought Alvarado to the last fight he he fought Alvarado. He's done little things differently. He moved differently. But to an outsider of boxing, somebody that is not a, a an everyday hardcore uh, boxing fanatic, you show him the two, like, he fought exactly the same way. Yeah. Like I said, he, okay. he can do little things differently, but overall, he cannot change his game plan as drastically as like an Andre Ward. Or, um, and and t- to a certain degree, a Kovalev is kind of like a Brandon Rios. I don't want to put them all the way the in the same category. Not as full. Yeah. Right. I don't want to put them all in the same category because Kovalev does have um, – uh, he's pretty all-around a, a well fighter, but I, I want to say that he doesn't mix up a lot. You know, Kovalev is Kovalev. Ward fights you know what fighters differently. I think, I think with – I think with Alvar, um, I think I'm sorry with Cole, the the issue goes back to probably the training that he received early on, um, back in his um, home country. I mean, because they was doing back in the day, they was doing a lot of that, you know, kind of robotic training over in Europe, and. Yeah. I mean that shit is dead now because now I mean, but it seemed like he was like he's like the changing of the guard from where now you get somebody like a Lomo that's you know they their their training is totally different than what it was even ten years ago for boxers. So right. I think that that comes into play for him because it's kind of like he was on the tail end of getting that type of robotic training. And and then had to switch over and learn the American training once he got here, if that makes sense. But yeah, I mean it makes sense. And um, it, it, like like Avi said, also though it's it's also the loss toward, and it's not just that he lost. It's yeah. when any person who's at the pinnacle and, and at the best. And when they're outclassed so bad that they're like, man, I don't even belong in the same. Like I've 
I gave him everything I got, and he's still like way superior than me. Makes you feel like shit. Makes him feel like he wasn't very good. And that once you get from oh I'm undefeatable, I can't be touched to oh shit, this guy's way way better than I am. You lose a lot of what made you you, especially as a fighter. And it just it just drained it out of him. And uh, I don't know I if mean, he'll ever get it back. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. After the first I, I fight, though, after the first fight with um, Andre Ward, it was it wasn't a thing. I don't mean to me it wasn't a thing of him not being as good as Ward. I mean I don't know how that got in his head at that point, but somehow it did translate to him that he wasn't as good, but. It really, if the if you're looking at the first fight and most people thought he actually won, then I don't know how it got to the point. I guess it was just the fact that he got the loss, and and then instead of him preparing for the next fight, you know, it was kind of like he 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 flaked out on the training. You know, there was a lot of drinking and partying going on, and. He just wasn't even prepared to get back in that ring with Andre Ward like Andre Ward was prepared to be back in that ring with him. So, I mean, it's definitely a mental, it's it's like a mental, it's a a mental game, and he wasn't on the mental 100%, so therefore it affected that second fight. And then from there, we're seeing a slope downward trend. Yeah, definitely. All, so, so, all fighters don't eat and and breathe and and live the sport. You know, some people blow the hell up and then they have to lose all this weight and get back in shape and you know, yeah, they have ring rust practically after every fight because they let themselves go. Whereas yeah, they get guys going. like Bernard <laughs> Hopkins and and I'm gonna throw this one out there, Boy, Hank Lundy, say. man, that dude, that dude stays ready. Yeah, I'm giving Hank yeah. Lundy love. He is always ready, <laughs> always in the gym, always on point for weight. I think you could call him at, at 2 a.m. Uh, during Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, and he's like, yeah, I'm ready. You know, he's he's always good to go. It don't matter, you know. He can eat a feast, and that man's still, you know, right on weight. So, um, But <laughs> there's certain guys that eat and live and breathe the sport, and then there's other people that are like, eh. In between fights, I'll do what the hell I want, you know. I'll smoke, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> two or right. three cartons a day, you know, drink myself into a stupor. Give me that bottle, um, Yeah, let me drink this vodka today. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it's rare uh, that somebody is so dedicated to their craft, um, and there's really only a few people that, that do it. Um, and most of those people will be successful. And that's yeah. what's crazy about it, because if you know and you see the results for boxers that do follow that regimen, if you're a boxer, it seems like it would be more prevalent that you would do the same, but it's not. It's kind of weird to me, because it's like you want to go and you want to you wanna do all this, like hitting the tires like the old school people or run up the you know, the stairs and that, that, you know, run and jog miles and miles, but you don't want to stay kind of in your target weight after the fight when you see that that's how a lot of successful boxers do it. Like, oh, yeah. to me, that's weird. That's a weird element to it. <laughs> me, I'm, I'm a firm yeah. believer, and this goes for anything. It's not just boxing. I think if you show up 
Your hustle will outbeat talent in anything. I don't care if yeah. that's what we do, whether it's writing articles on boxing, whether it's you know going to your job every day earlier just to put in that extra time. Um, no matter what you do, if, if you show up and you are consistent and you hustle at it, it's going to be outbeat talent every day. Um, yeah. And if you have talent on top of it, then you're just going to massacre everybody in your way. And uh, it's one of the reasons why people like Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather are here and why they're at the top of the sport. Because not only right. are they, you know, motivated, they have the talent on top of it. I mean, how can people get up after you're already a millionaire, you know, to still have a thrive, to still want to get in there and win? Like, I mean, it's just – yeah. It's beyond me. Most people yeah. are going to be like, I'm good now. I don't care. I'm just going to show up for the money, get beat, and lose, you know? Right. So, I can make this just, money, Fritz. I mean, 100%. he was so how Marcos, my daughter, he, you know, he got that money, and he exited. Like, <laughs> I mean, he didn't but, love it. But that is a perfect example that, that you know, that he, he was there. He, of course, the, 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 the man can fight. He can throw a punch, and yeah. he, can, he can, you know, he can punch really hard. But he, his love it wasn't really. He wasn't really there for honor and glory. He was more there for like you know the right. money, trying to his, trying to set himself up, he his, family. his family. There's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. because if that's paying the bills, you know, then you do what you have to yep. do. And I agree with Lucas 100. Yep. percent It's not just boxing. It's about anything that you want to do. If you keep yourself dedicated to your craft, whatever you're doing, if you're disciplined enough to go there and show up, anytime you do that, and believe me, yeah, like he says. Uh, sometimes hard work with 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 um outpower talent. Talent you can only go do so much with talent. When you when you put in yeah. the hard work, you know you can outwork anybody. Now if you have both of them, you have that 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 work ethic. Now you have that that talent. Now you go into places. And, you know this is when you see people like Mayweather, Pacquiao, the uh, uh you know these all these other fighters, that, you know Cotto and all these all these people that always kept themselves in shape. They always we're ready, and you could tell, you know, they 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 took their career seriously. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of whatever controversy, because you know, fighters they always go through through stuff. Fighters are not like the the best yeah. example of, of the of human right. society. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but it's, it's the only sport that requires your your fully commitment, and it, there's no guarantee. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lonely sport, and that's why you know people that do it for the honor and glory. It's, it's, it's a few that yeah. do it for that. Most people do it for the money, and nothing wrong with that. Because sometimes that's your way to pay the bills and feed your family. Hey, you can do it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you do what you have to do. Right. Why would anything? It's, it's like consistency. That be the main one that that can win, and but their heart is not fully into it. Like that's not their thing. I mean, it's 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 a weird. Uh, I don't even say weird, but it's it's a dynamic that. Some of the people that are most talented have, you know, it's like those are the ones that they can they can win. They got all the attributes, and <clears throat> but they they don't have that fortitude to just mm-hmm. want to be in it like that. A perfect I'm, example I'm, to me, Victor Ortiz. Mm-hmm. That man is nothing but talent. It's, it's wasted. Yeah, Adrian mm-hmm. Adrian Bronner, Adrian Bronner. Yeah. Back, mm-hmm. back when Adrian Bronner was at his prime, I actually thought that he would beat Pacquiao. Like I thought he would be even, you know, close to beating Mayweather. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. 
Adrian Broner was a different fighter. Yeah. I mean, if he's if he had the heart of any of these other fighters that we were mentioning before, you know, he'd be a different type of guy. Uh, he'd be a world yeah. beater, but he doesn't. Neither does Victor Ortiz. Uh, Victor Ortiz had solid power. I mean, he was talented, naturally just got gifted, but. I mean, you saw in the fight with Maidana, he said, I don't deserve to be beat up like this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what did you think you yeah. signed up for? This is boxing, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, and I, I think a little bit of that was in Kovalev. You know, I think it was in him at some point, and maybe Ward just drug it out of him, you know? He yeah. wanted it more, oh, and yeah. the will just transferred. And Ward's done this before. I mean, it wasn't just Kovalev. Ward did this to Chad Dawson, ruined Chad Dawson's career. Chad Dawson yeah. was at an up oh, time. Like, Dawson yeah. was a world beater when when Ward beat him. Uh, everybody was afraid of Dawson, and then, yeah, he just, man. Then Dawson lost I to don't know why, Stevenson why? in the first round. He wanted that Ward fight so bad. He wanted that Ward fight so bad. And it was like, himself. you know, he wanted to fight the best, which is a great attribute. You know, that's what real champions do. But then once he got that word, it seemed like, I don't know. I mean, he just looked so, so defeated. Ward made him, like, have a nervous breakdown. Yeah, well, yeah. that's one, one of the underrated powers of, of Andrew Ward. A lot of people uh, underrated mm. his, his ability to get into He was that, that one dude that was quiet, but he knew how to get into his head opponent. He knew how to, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, now get – um, out tough out there mentally or emotionally, you know, he, he kept a, a poker face and he know how to carry himself. And, you know, he was like that guy that you couldn't go and try to put fear on him. You was not going to try to intimidate him. You know what I'm saying? And and those who did actually got flipped. And, and he did it in a way not, not too aggressive, just, 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 just psychologically enough where they'll, he'll mess you up and be like, Whoa, I wasn't expecting that, you know? <laughs> You know what? You know what? It would be funny. Like, I could imagine. I wish he was like a Andre Ward was like a Roy Jones that had that desire to want to go up to like a, a heavyweight or something and grab a belt and beat somebody up there. Like, man, that would just put him on like my all time favorite boxers list if he had did that. Because I feel I like he could have whooped a couple of those <laughs> current yeah. box heavyweights. But um, don't don't I mean don't 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 throw your hopes away don't because he did, he did say something about that. He did say something about it. He he was fantasizing about you know just one time being a, a heavyweight world champion. He did say something like that. So oh really? Uh, okay. Yeah, you never know. If he does it, he'll be the man. Because I think the last the last guy to do it was uh, Bo Jones Jr. You know, uh, yeah. coming from middleweight and to, to go to John Ruiz and then you know he went back to light heavyweight. I think. Mm-hmm. Speaking oh, yeah. of heavyweight, we've all heard oh. Anthony Joshua in the talks lately to fight a couple of different people. Um, it sounds like he's not going to fight Dillian White and fight Big Baby Miller, but nothing is uh, written in stone as of yet. Uh, uh, one, which one do you guys want to see more? Uh, personally, I don't want to see either <laughs> fight. I think Dillian White and Big Baby <laughs> Miller should be fighting each other. Because uh, I really don't want to see either one of them fight Joshua, but I also just want Joshua to fight Fire Wilder or Fury. So I guess uh, I'm being a little biased right now. I want to see the bigger fights more than that. But uh, 
What do you guys want? I, I, I kind of um, agree with you. I would like to see uh, the top guys fighting the top guys, and then, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Baby Miller against uh, Babyface over here in Brooklyn because, you know, they're both here. It could be another Brooklyn bottle. But I don't think none of them should be fighting AJ yet when, when there's other champions that, you know what I'm saying, that they deserve their chance at these three top guys that are selling tickets and that are the main um, names of, of the heavyweight division. You know what we need? What boxing needs? An undisputed heavyweight champion. Yep. There mm. you go. Jesus. Of the world. It's never happened. It's never happened. Since the five belts, it's never happened. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it didn't happen with the Crisco? That's right, because they were sharing belts. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I mean, listen. <sighs> I, You know, the other day when it was freezing, Lucas, and, you know, it was so cold in Chicago and Springfield where you're at, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I know it is cold in Florida for a reason, because I was about to take up for Dillian White. So I guess it's still cold up there, right? You still oh, freezing free. up there, Lucas? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I think it was seven this yeah. morning. Seven? I guess I better what? go ahead and take up for Woo, seven. Okay, yeah. So look, look <laughs> I guess I need what? to take up for Dillian. I'm going to go I'm gonna go like this. I'm going to just say, okay, his last fight was Chisora. The next one was Joseph Parker. Then it was a Lucas Brown. We got a, a Hellenius. A Helanius, Robert Helanius, a Malcolm Tan, then a Derek Chisoro again. Like we got a lot of people before, after, after Anthony Joshua. But we got a lot yep. of fights here, and I feel like, I mean, I don't even want to go to Big Baby's page. I love me some Big Baby, okay, but Big Baby. Who in the hell have you fought to make you feel like you deserve a chance to fight AJ? the champion over a Dillian White who has gone through all these people to build back up his record since his last fight with AJ. Like, I'm really pissed about this, you guys. And you know I said the word it wasn't fair, which you guys put me straight and said nothing's fair in boxing. Okay, fine. That's fine. But at the same time, we know that this is some BS right here. Because there's no way you should have you go through all these people and then you get shot a lowball offer apparently. Or that's the rumor. I don't know how true it was, but they I mean, apparently Dillian was really mad when he got the offer, which to me is like yeah, Hearns is offering everybody these lowball offers when he really don't want them to fight AJ to me. So I believe that's their tactic. So it's yep. like, oh, we don't want to fight them right now, so let's give them a lowball offer too. He ain't going to take that. And then we can exactly. just say we had to go with baby, big baby. Yep. So I, I'm upset about this. Um, you guys tell me if I'm wrong or not, but I just really feel like if we're only comparing a, ba- a big baby fight against a Dillian White fight for the chance to get to AJ, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that it should be Dillian White, hands down. And you know he's not my favorite. Y'all know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm changing yeah, my mind 
slowly. Agree, yeah. He's changing my mind slowly, but y'all know he's not my man. But at the same time, I'm taking up for him because I feel like this is like, now this is some corruption. <laughs> well, Big Baby recently posted and saying that he may actually have an NFL offer. Um, so if the fight doesn't happen with AJ, he might not be boxing at all anymore. So how true that is, I don't know. <laughs> I think it might be a bluff to try to get the fight. But uh, mm, okay. Re- regardless, I think whether it's White or it's Miller, I don't think I'm going to carry the way. <laughs> I like Big Baby and Miller. That was not I just the don't. Point. That's not the point. The point is who who deserves the fight more. That that is my point. I'm not saying what we want to see. We all know what we want to see. You know, That's right. I mean, know, it's not happening right now. But let him so know. Let him we know. got this fight. Well, you know, I'm just saying I mean, that fight with Fury, Fury or Wilder is not going to happen right now because they fighting each other. They trying to make a two. So I mean, let's go with what who who these two are. Who would you rather see in a fight against AJ? And who deserves to fight more? That's what I'm asking. Honestly, they keep putting uh, roadblocks in front of Dillian White, um, hoping that you know he's he's not able to get past these, so, <laughs> so that they don't have to hear from him anymore. And White keeps knocking him down. So, if I had to go and had to pick one, I'm picking Dillian White. What I would rather see. But uh, okay. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Tough Talk. Uh, Thank you, Javi and uh, Score, for joining me. And we will see you again next week. This is the show that has hosted everyone from Sugar Ray Leonard to Keith One Time Thurman. This is Tough Talk Tonight, brought to you by Heavy Bag Boxing. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.